0: The Gritty Growing Up podcast, because mental health conversations don't have to be uncomfortable and argumentative. Gritty Growing Up is about challenging the perceptions of childhood and recognizing that whilst it isn't what it used to be, we can still make it positive. Join us as we share conversations, knowledge and strategies to help your family connect and move forward together. Welcome back to Gritty Growing Up. In this episode, I want to talk about exhaustion, and I'm not talking about that I'm just tired, but that feeling that you're mentally, physically and emotionally exhausted. The pandemic and the subsequent lockdowns meant that our daily routines were changed continually. The distinctions between work and home became faded, weekends and weekdays blended into one. But for many, the activities and hobbies which we used for our well-being and social interactions were the most directly impacted. For so many, as the lockdown's lifted, there's this sense of not knowing what they want to do. For others, the lack of enthusiasm and excitement for the world opening up has left them feeling quite confused. Whilst for others, there's this quick resuming of old routines with enthusiasm and vigour. So what is the impact emotionally and psychologically of a year in and out of lockdowns? When the brain experiences a situation that it doesn't recognise, it adapts to manage the scenario. In February, March 2020, when the pandemic was slowly growing, a large majority of people's brains experienced a physiological response to it. The amygdala, our internal alarm, and the hippocampus, our decision of whether there's a threat, coupled up with our hypothalamus, which reacts to any threats, was activated and many experienced an onset of stress, anxiety and adrenaline rushes. Casting our minds backwards, we can probably say that we've witnessed anger, agitation, panic, distress, disorganised responses, chaotic thinking, fight, flight and freeze responses or avoidance, whether that's in ourselves or in our children. The rush of adrenaline and cortisol flooded the brain for so many, and it created a sense of fear and concern affecting mental and emotional well-being. The ongoing reminders of the constant risk of threat which proceeded for the coming months right up to the current day mean that the fear response has become imprinted in the brains for so many young people and even for many adults, and it can be easily triggered by different inputs throughout our senses. Over time, this becomes overwhelming as we enter a state of survival. After a year of being taken in and out of lockdown, constant changes, ongoing movements in our routines a daily reminder of death and infection numbers, the development of regular changes of routines and changes constantly happening, means that there's yet to be a significant period with no triggers to allow anybody's brains to relax. There's not been time to feel completely safe or process the challenges that have happened. For those who have been working on the front line, they've experienced COVID themselves or have lost loved ones to the virus, the level of stress and adrenaline response is even further heightened. And this accumulation of stress can lead to emotional and psychological burnout. It can creep into our world and leave us feeling drained and exhausted. The Mental Health Foundation defines stress as a feeling of being overwhelmed or unable to cope with mental or emotional pressure. It's a situation of having too many pressures and too many demands acting on us at one time. The World Health Organization defines burnout as a syndrome conceptualised as resulting from chronic workplace stress that's not been successfully managed. It's characterised by three dimensions, feelings of energy depleting or exhaustion, increased mental distance or feelings of negativism or cynicism related to our job or reduced professional efficiency. Now, I think you can even consider how this has impacted our young people, how they've been completely depleted and exhausted, lost interest in their education, their hobbies or their interests, and are just feeling like nothing is going right anymore. An individual who's stressed has a sense that if they can get on top of our demands, things might be okay, but we just can't ever get on top of it. In comparison, an individual with burnout has a sense that they're drowning or trapped in their responsibilities. It can leave us feeling empty or apathetic. Emotional burnout can be seen in so many different ways, from feelings of being drained, overwhelmed and exhausted, to feeling trapped, poor sleep, lack of energy, decreased motivation... Difficulty finding the energy to bounce back, feeling irritable or hopeless, a sense of failure, procrastination, avoidance of tasks or withdrawing from responsibilities, feeling agitated or having headaches, feeling complete apathy, just a loss of interest in everything around us. Feelings of just being so low. Symptoms of burnout vary between individuals and We have to recognise that for so many young people who have experienced so much change and lost out on so much over the last year, that this feeling of chronic stress, this feeling of being completely burnt out is a really real situation and we need to consider how we can support. So some steps that we might consider are about firstly removing any stresses. Are there any stresses which can be removed temporarily or on a long term basis that can reduce the pressure that needs to be managed? We need to set some clear boundaries between home and work, study and downtime to ensure that there's actually proper time to rest and relax and process. We need to prioritise tasks and focus only on, on what is really necessary and feel confident that saying no is actually okay. We need to take a tech break, taking regular time away from technology, particularly in the hours before bedtime, but giving ourselves a break from the information that surrounds us. We need to start implementing more relaxation, actually using relaxation techniques, whether it's yoga, meditation, hypnotherapy, met- or any other type of relaxation activity that might be beneficial to you, whether it's a walk in nature or exercise, to just release those endorphins for mood and well-being. We need to make sure we're supporting ourselves with good nutrition, because when it's we are feeling exhausted, it's so easy to rely on convenience or high sugar or caffeine foods. Ensuring that our nutrition is well considered such as reducing sugar, alcohol, nicotine and caffeine and increasing our water and eating a well-balanced diet really supports the body's natural immune system. And we need to recognise that it's okay to ask for help. Whether it's reaching out to loved ones, our friends, our family or professionals to support us to reduce that stress and overwhelm, it's really an important time to be putting in place those strategies or therapy to help manage feelings. Stress isn't something to ignore. It's not something that often goes away on its own and taking those steps to really support ourselves and our young people in the coming months and the coming year to really help us bounce back from everything that's happened is so important. So until next time remember it's okay to rest, it's okay to stop. We don't need to keep going just to keep up pretenses. Stay safe, keep talking and we'll see you soon for another episode of Gritty Growing Up. Stay safe, keep open-minded, and we'll look forward to sharing more gritty moments with you next time. If you want to up your knowledge in the meantime, head over to www.dandeliontraininganddevelopment.com.